0: It's not that they can't be. It's not that they won't be. But right now, the Indiana Hoosiers just aren't a top 25 basketball team. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for tuning in here to Locked On Big Ten. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. Coming up on today's show, a look at one of the big games from over the weekend in basketball in the Big Ten. Indiana blown out by Kansas, their third loss in four games. And now we have to start asking ourselves the question, is this Indiana team a little bit phony? We'll get into that here in just a minute. Also, later on, last week, the UC Board of Regents voted to allow UCLA to come to the Big Ten, but not for free. We'll get into exactly what all of that means and some big recruiting news to get to. As the early signing period is just a couple of days away, we'll get to some of the big names that are committing to Big Ten schools as of late. Before we dive into any of that, though, a reminder, I'm Nate Dickinson, and you're listening to Locked On Big Ten. Today's show brought to you in part by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. Terms and conditions apply. So let's dive into this Indiana matchup against Kansas. We talked to Jacob Roode about it before the game, and now we're seeing a whole lot of what he discussed with us rearing its head again in this matchup between the Jayhawks and the Hoosiers. Indiana did not look good in this game. Sloppy throughout, finished with 23 turnovers, 12 of them in the first half and it was a bad way to start the game a bad way to go throughout the game entirely and kansas took advantage this team led by as much as 22 in the first half it was never really close after the first few minutes and indiana looked like a team that was not ready to play with the top 10 team indiana was a top 10 team according to the ap polls just a little while ago so what has been the problem for the hoosiers well in this game It was more of the same that we had been talking about, whether it be with Jacob or stuff that we've mentioned before in this team. This squad is not performing up to par because, one, Trace Jackson Davis just has not been able to do his thing in the last couple of losses. In both the loss to Arizona and now this loss here, you have Trace Jackson Davis being contained. He got himself 13 points, but did it with only eight shots. You need him taking more shots if you want to be a really, really good basketball team. If you want to do it by way of him being the best player on the floor, which, I mean, he has to be preseason All-American, Trace Jackson Davis. He is not somebody who can be held to that kind of a shooting output, not even scoring output. Because if he has a 13-point game, there's ways I'm okay with that. And to be honest, this is one of those ways that you want to do it. But when this team is falling behind big... Yes, he was efficient, four for eight shooting, but you got to have more than eight shots from your best guy that's supposed to be the one to get you back into a game when you have this kind of a struggle to start things out. Trace Jackson Davis was not able to do that because of suffocating defensive focus on him by both what we saw from Kansas in the weekend here and the weekend before that against Arizona. Trace Jackson Davis just did not have room to work because of the effort put On him by the other team and it begs the question now what does Indiana have to do to become good because I'm pretty sold at least right now that this is not a top 25 team Trace Jackson Davis is a really good player other players on this team are really good race Thompson's really good Xavier Johnson if he's okay which we'll see about that is really really good good freshman behind him we got Jalen Huchafino back on the court for the Hoosiers and he was fine In his first game back, he was something. He is, Trace Jackson Davis, a star player on a winning team in college basketball, a nationally competitive team. He's that kind of good. But the reason why Indiana has not lived up to the expectation against some of the biggest teams, especially, has been because the help has not been there around him. Look at what the Purdue Boilermakers have. Zach Eady is a player of the year candidate. If the season ended today, he would win it. And Trace Jackson Davis is that kind of a difference maker on the court, too. But what he doesn't have is the support around him. Zach Eady is an outstanding player, but he is not the reason the Purdue Boilermakers are number one in the country right now. It's because of the players around him, the outstanding freshman freshman backcourt, that has stepped up and helped him Trace Jackson Davis doesn't have that support. Or let me rephrase, he hasn't had that support, in recent games at the very least. Because there's plenty of evidence to suggest that Indiana has that support there with him. It's the reason why they were the highest ranked Big Ten team in the preseason polls. Because they were supposed to be the one that had the most sure pieces there, which is part of what makes it so confusing that now that Indiana is struggling, the reason why isn't because. Trace Jackson Davis is struggling, really, it's because he's being suffocated and nobody else around him is really, really stepping up when they need to, to put some of the pressure off of him and allow him to try and take over. Trace Jackson Davis isn't the problem here. I firmly believe that. It's that somebody else needs to make it so that the defense can't just lock in on him in the way that we've now seen two different really good teams do. I don't know exactly what the answer is listen i'm not some sort of expert when it comes to this kind of stuff but i can see it when you're watching and when you look at the box scores that he is not able to get comfortable out there and do all the things that he wants to because the supporting cast has not been there for him so far can that change of course it can does indiana have the talent of course it does i'm not saying that the people who are talking in the preseason all of a sudden just don't know what they're talking about but i am saying definitively, that right now, Indiana's not a top 25 team in my books. And if you want to change my mind on that, it's going to have to happen out on the court, because I am done just buying what we were selling in the preseason with the Hoosiers. This team has talent. There's no doubt about that. But the execution has not been there in a way that warrants a top 25 spot, at least in my head. Indiana loses final score 84 to 62. Uh, Got to give credit to Kansas too. We haven't talked too much about the Jayhawks. They shot 50% from the field, 43% from three. Of course, you could argue, is that Kansas being great or more of the defensive struggles that we've seen from Indiana to start the season? We'll have to get Jacob Roode back in here at some point soon to get more on that. All right, let's get into more here on Locked On Big Ten. Coming up, we're going to get into the specifics from the UC Board of Regents. That Now voting to allow UCLA to come to the Big Ten. But what is the cost? We'll get into all of the numbers here in just a moment on the show. Before we do any of that, though, reminder, today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidate that you're looking for easily. LinkedIn, you already know, is the largest network of professionals out there online. So if you're looking for someone to fill your open position, it makes sense that you would go to LinkedIn to find the right person. So head on over to linkedin.com slash college right now to post your job for free. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. It's an opportunity that you don't want to miss out on to find the perfect person for your next open position. It's LinkedIn Jobs, and the website again, linkedin.com slash College. All right, before we break down anything else here, a reminder again that while we thank you for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every day, be sure to make your second listen Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes or less. It's Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's dive into what we learned last week from the UC Board of Regents. They had met a few times before, pushed things back to December 14th, and then in that meeting last week, finally did decide that they're going to let UCLA off the leash and to the Big Ten. But it does not come without a price, though. And this was something that we had talked a lot about already on the show. It was very, very unlikely that the UC board was going to be able to keep UCLA from moving to the Big Ten. I wasn't sure if they thought that they could seriously try to get UCLA moved from the Big Ten. When we had Spencer McLaughlin on last week, he explained to us that, no, that's probably not what's going to happen. But what we did see is another thing that we talked about a lot, which was... There's going to be fines here there's going to be money changing hands and what ends up happening in the official statements from what we learned over the uc board uh, the uc board approved the move by a vote of 11 to 5 so far from unanimous here it will be required ucla that is to increase investment in student athlete resources and may be required to provide a subsidy between, 10 to, between two to $10 million to the University of California, Berkeley, once a Pac-12 media deal is agreed upon, depending on the amount of that deal. So I'm guessing what that means is there's gonna be some sort of money coming to Berkeley's way. Whenever the Pac-12 deal gets done, they'll compare the Pac-12 deal to the Big 10 deal and say, hey, here's what you owe us. I don't know what that number is gonna be, They've narrowed it down to an $8 million range of $2 to $10 million. Also, the board has announced other conditions for UCLA, too, saying they need to address the impact of the move to the Big Ten on athletes, including funds for, quote, academic support, nutritional support, and mental health services. Uh... I assume a lot of that has to do with the additional travel time that will be happening with those schools traveling to big 10 country for games all the time uh, one more big thing to note here that i just wanted to touch on quickly it did say the board that they are allowed to revisit the issue once the pac-12 has secured a media deal uh, that may sound like a little bit of a loophole situation where they could try and get UCLA back at a later date if they need to or if something drastic happens. But nothing drastic is going to happen, basically, is the point here. Uh, UCLA is going to move to the Big Ten. The Pac-12 is going to get its media rights deal done. And that deal is not going to amount to anything close to what the Big Ten is giving UCLA. So if you're looking at the actual, like, pros and cons here, as this board was supposed to be trying to do, the only thing that would allow them to justify making a change of heart here would be if the Pac-12 had some sort of huge media deal that overtook what the Big Ten was providing UCLA, or made it a better situation for UCLA to stay in the Pac-12. That's not going to happen. Whatever deal comes to the Pac 12, it's not going to be anywhere near what the Big Ten's getting. And it's not like the Pac 12 can go into those negotiations saying, oh, hey, we have this here stipulation where if you give us a bunch of money, maybe we can get USC and UCLA back. It's not like they're able to negotiate as if they still might be in the country, in the conference. It's not like any network would ever give them the kind of money that would suggest they're in the conference without them actually being in the conference. So. While that may be something that sticks out at you them saying hey we can go back and look at this if we need to uh, they're not going to need to is basically the point that i'm trying to get again i always said that if this was just going to be a thing about money this was going to get done the big 10 has the money now to be able to pay off whatever it is that ucla wants to or us berkeley wants to get from ucla and when you're looking at what this is in the big big scheme of things You're looking at a small fee to get this pesky little thing away in a big, big grand picture of what you're trying to do. Simply put, the Big Ten has bigger fish to fry than to worry about the few million dollars that's going to be going to the Pac-12, to the UC board, whatever it is. So while it's a little bit annoying, sure, that you're allowed to squeeze out millions of dollars just by whining a little bit like the UC board and the Pac-12 have... They knew the power that they had, and luckily they knew that they couldn't make things any messier by actually trying to keep UCLA in the Pac-12, so they said, all right, you know what, we're going to go ahead and take whatever money we can get and run away, which again is easily the smart move here by the West Coast. All right, so that's just a look at how things hopefully are done playing out in that situation, We'll see what ends up happening, of course, whenever the Pac-12 meteorites deal does go down. But again, it's not going to change anything as far as UCLA's move goes. Before we wrap up the show here today, a quick reminder that BetOnline is the place to go for your online sports gambling needs, no matter what it is you're trying to throw your money on. If you want to bet on, of course, some Big Ten basketball you can do it at bet online. If you want to bet on any of the Big 10 teams in bowl games coming up after Christmas, you can do that at bet online. If you want to bet on the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, anything else out there, you can do it over at bet online and get the information you need too to make sure you're making the smartest of picks as well. So head on over to bet online to get all that you need in a nice convenient one-stop shop. It's bet online, where the game starts. Once again, a reminder that once you're done here, tune into Locked On Sports today. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. If they need to know something about the Big Ten on that show, they pull me in. We talk about it. It's really unique and something nobody else out there has with the number of hosts that we have just on call ready to go if there's a big story we need extra info on so head on over again to locked on sports today 20 minutes every weekday on the biggest stories in sports let's wrap things up here on locked on big 10 with some big 10 news big 10 schedule and big 10 recruiting news too Uh, if you were watching indiana against kansas over the weekend you know the hoosiers took a big hit with the injury bug getting xavier johnson He goes down against Kansas in that loss, ended up coming back out in the second half with crutches and wearing a boot. Mike Woods had said that it was not looking good in the post game. So hopefully speedy recovery to Xavier Johnson. Elsewhere, the new top 25 polls are out. Four Big Ten teams listed. Number one, Purdue and then three Big Ten teams right in the middle. Number 16, Illinois, 17, Wisconsin, and 18, Indiana. All in a row, rounding out the Big Ten in the top 25 this week. Other notable teams, Maryland was the first team out of the top 25. And former top 25 team, Ohio State, fell all the way out and actually fell quite a bit out of the top 25 rankings. They were sitting at just about, oh, it was 33 votes, I want to say in total, which puts them in like the mid-30s if you were listing the teams from one all the way down there. So that's a look at the top 25 in the Big Ten. In the Big Ten schedule today, we've got wrestling. The collegiate duels in New Orleans will have both Penn State and Ohio State featured, as well as a number of other schools. Ohio State will face off tonight against Northern Iowa and Lockhead, and Penn State has North Carolina and Central Michigan. The Top two of those three teams in each of those three-team brackets will face off tomorrow. And maybe we could even see a couple of undefeated weekends from Ohio State and Penn State on the mats. That's all for the Big Ten schedule today. Nothing else on a Monday in Big Ten sports. But big, big news across the recruiting trail. Early signing period starts on Wednesday. So we'll have national letters of intent signed then and it means lots of commitments coming in this week. Here's just some of the commitments over the last day. Four-star edge Prince Will Uman commits to Nebraska 6'4", 225 out of Manor, Texas. He becomes the highest-ranked commit in the Nebraska class of 2023. He had other offers from Big Ten schools, Indiana and Minnesota, as well as Florida, Houston, Ole Miss, a whole bunch of other schools, too. Three-star wide receiver Kenrique Lanier commits to Minnesota. He had other offers from Vanderbilt, Georgia Tech. Three-star athlete Tegan Davis commits to Iowa. He's out of Princeton, Illinois. Three-star linebacker Hayden Moore commits to Michigan. Three-star wide receiver TJ McWilliams commits to Minnesota out of Indianapolis. And that's at least a look at what we had in the last day of commitments. So if you're someone who keeps track of all this stuff, you probably already know. But if you're someone who at least likes to keep a little tab on it, Now is one of those times to look it up, research who has what, because these recruiting classes are going to start to take shape right now. We'll, of course, have more on that later this week. We're going to talk to John Garcia Jr. at the end of the week, recapping things as the dust settles from signing day period starting. And we'll, of course, update you on any commitments that come in throughout the week as things heat up even more. That's all for Locked On Big Ten here today. I'm Nate Dickinson. Coming up later this week, of course, Sean Garcia Jr. is coming in. We'll have Jason Jordan in, I believe, Wednesday to talk basketball recruiting with us. Locked On TCU is going to join us to preview the matchup with Michigan and a whole bunch more coming up this week on Locked On Big Ten. Until tomorrow, when we'll have more on everything else going on in the Big Ten Conference, I'm Nate Dickinson. This has been Locked On Big Ten.